0: Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, we're just going to talk playoff hockey today. All of that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for a long time. You could hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify Radio, or the new Odyssey app. Also, make sure to rate, download, subscribe if you have not already. Oh boy. So we're talking playoffs today. That's it. This is all just going to be one take, no edits whatsoever, for ads, no breaks at all. Just going to go with this. So let's start with the one series that is over already. And yes, there's going to be some former duck talk. There's going to be a lot of former duck talk on one duck in particular. Those of you that have been quote unquote bullying me. Yeah, you know what's coming. We're going to talk about the Habs and the Jets first. The reason being that one particular former Duck has been making a lot of noise, and y'all know who that is. I'm not going to waste any time. Corey freaking Perry. So this whole series had Winnipeg written all over it. Connor Hellebuck was going to come out and dominate the series. That was the storyline at the start. At least that's what we thought, right? Wrong! Because Montreal just came out firing on that first game. I'm going, what is going on here? Well, what happened was Montreal won that first game easily. Okay, great. 5-3. to three. Guess what? Carey Price looked really, really, really good. Alright, fine. What about Game 2? Game 2 wasn't much better for Winnipeg. It was only a one nothing game. And of course, former king Tyler Toffoli scored the only goal of that game. A short-handed goal no less. So then we go to Sunday. And I hear I, I hear the texts. Oh, something happened. What happened? Oh, Cory Perry scored again. Great! <laughs> oh wait, Cory Perry scored again? Which led to all the memes. Corey Perry getting paid. League minimum, uh, not so fast. Uh, Don't forget that Corey Perry is getting paid $6.625 million by the Anaheim Ducks to play for the other team. Did y'all conveniently forget that? That Corey Perry is actually getting paid over $7 million to play hockey this season, and most of it is coming from the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Yeah, more than 80% of Corey Perry's salary this season is coming from the Anaheim Ducks. That 6.625 cap hit. Aren't you all glad that's going away after this season? It's only going down to $2 million. Oh my god. Only, quote unquote, only $2 million next season. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, uh, yeah, Corey Perry uh, scored the first goal of the game. An- another one of those just greasy type goals. Look, you can see the look on his face. He's still overjoyed to be playing hockey even at his, quote, advanced age. I shouldn't be saying that, but I'm going to. Corey Perry is an older player. He has been around for a long time. He was drafted 15, 16 years ago. So, yeah, he's an older player. But look at how effective he's become with the Montreal Canadiens. He's become an integral piece to that puzzle. Yes, there was a little bit of, you know, join from Corey Perry in Game 1, which you've heard on a previous podcast that I'm not going to rehash. But Corey Perry definitely had that, oh, I'm just going to pester you, I'm going to bug you, Oh, by the way, going back to the suspension thing, looks like Mark Shifley got suspended for the rest of the playoffs because the Jets are out. So he's suspended for the rest of the playoffs. Yippee. I I wanted more games for Shifley. Well, the ultimate was that he's out of the playoffs and so are the rest of the Jets. Because what happened last night was pretty freaking unbelievable, if you ask me. Uh, that thriller went to overtime. And if it wasn't for Logan Stanley, it would have been... Another shutout. But no. Once again, former LA King, Tyler Toffoli, how's that trade looking? He got the game-winning goal in overtime. So believe it or not, the Montreal Canadiens, they barely made the playoffs. They were a whiskers chance away from missing the playoffs. They were the last team to make it in. They were behind 3-1 to to the Toronto Maple Leafs, one game 5 in Toronto, Won Game 6 in Montreal, the first time fans were allowed back at Centre Bell. And then they won Game 7 in Toronto, where Scotiabank Arena had about 550 workers, frontline workers. Many of them given Maple Leafs jerseys. And what did they do? They lose at home in front of the Toronto faithful, driving most of Leafs' Twitter to just agony- Rage. Defeat. Sadness. Yeah, by the way, y'all are sick, people. Y'all are sick. That y'all want to watch Steve Dangle suffer. Like, come on. His top two videos are when he raged about, you know, the fact that the Leafs lost to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver. And then this. Like, y'all just love seeing people in pain. I mean, one of my highest-rated shows has been when I rant or when I scream. Like... Like, do y'all like that? Y'all like it when we rant and lose our minds? Is that it? Oh, yeah, yay! Yeah. So, Monday, last night, the Canadians complete the sweep. They complete the sweep! How the hell did they complete the sweep against this Winnipeg Jets team? That's insane! When you really think about it, maybe the Winnipeg Jets aren't as good as we thought. If you listen to Locked on NHL and Harrison Lee... He's kind of been lamenting the fact that, yeah, Winnipeg has been this facade of a team all year long, and they are actually not as good as people make them out to be. The best part about the Winnipeg Jets is Connor Hellebuck, and he didn't get the support that he needs. I mean, come on. When you have a guy like Logan Stanley score your only two goals, what does that tell you about the rest of the squad? It tells you that they need to work on offense big time. Look at how they looked for Game 2. I mean, there was there was a shutout in there. The Jets got straight up shutout. That's how bad it looked. And then you go into Monday night's game. And for a while, Winnipeg's offense was pretty much non-existent. They had some shots on goal, but most of those shots were... Not in the home plate area. There was not a lot of high danger chances. So that's something that Winnipeg has to work on. I'll give him credit for making it to the second round. So I'll give him some credit, I guess. But after that, I mean, yeah, they swept Edmonton. Maybe Edmonton was a facade. Maybe just that one line isn't that good. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, they didn't show up big. So maybe Winnipeg got a little bit lucky there. Then they got the reverse week, So they got swept. No, they, they did the sweeping and then got swept. They're out in eight games and that's it. And the Montreal Canadiens are moving on to face either the Knights or the Avs. That means we get to see more of Corey Perry in the playoffs. And another stat that I thought was kind of neat to just list was that Corey Perry has made it to the third round three of the last five seasons in the NHL. This year with the Habs. Last year with the Dallas Stars, in fact, made the cup final. 2017 conference finals against the Nashville Predators. That's the last time the Ducks won a series. So Corey Perry, you know, he really is that kind of player. He's that glue guy that's going to help you out. And even before 2017... The Ducks made it out of the first round plenty of times. Plenty of times. So don't say that Corey Perry wasn't that important of a piece. Because he absolutely was. As soon as he left, everything just went further down. And it's going to continue going further down until the Ducks can get that kind of guy on their team. Or until their youth develops. Alright, we're going to head into the first ad break. Let's talk about... Well, actually... Yeah, I'll talk about Wealthfront first. Okay, so you guys like stocks? Do you follow stocks? Do you go on C-SPAN or NBC Business all the time? If you pay attention to stocks, you know that only 1% of day traders beat the market and stocks are ever-changing. They're unpredictable. So why not go with Wealthfront instead? Because investing's hard. But whether you're a novice or an advanced stockbroker, Wealthfront makes it much easier. They have the right tools for every portfolio, no manual trades. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. And Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com forward slash locked on NHL. All you need is 500 bucks to get started. So to get your first 5000 the same amount as the maximum allowable fine by the National Hockey League, 5000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com forward slash locked on NHL. That's wealthfron tcom com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings and get started today, member FDIC. So coming up, I'm going to talk about the other series in that side of the bracket. Because there's Colorado, there's Vegas. They have a game five tonight. How's that going to go? I'll tell you after this brief word from rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need, whether you are an expert mechanic or you're a novice like myself. Rockauto.com has all the parts for you. They have everything from Aston Martins to Bugattis, yes, to Toyotas, Chevys, Fords. Rock Auto's really detailed and really simple system of just typing in your car name, finding your car, finding the right parts that you need. It's that easy. Just type in your make and model. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's the pieces I want. So go to rockauto.com who have been family-owned and operated for over two decades, and in the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto, yeah. So I want to talk about this other series that took place. There's some more former ducks in this series. Um, One of them is Kiefer Sherwood from the Colorado Avs, former duck, former goal. He's been an important fourth-line piece for Colorado. But then you have two other former ducks that are kind of killing it right now, Wild Bill and Shea Theodore. Yes, the Ducks had both William Carlson and Shea Theodore at the same time back when they were good. Hmm. Maybe they were the solution to this problem. We didn't know it yet, or maybe that whole expansion draft and the whole Shea, Theodore, yeah, the Shea Theodore thing—it it blows. It, it really does. I know Ducks fans are still pissed about that one. And thankf- yeah, you should be. You should be ticked off about that. Because look at what Shea Theodore is doing in these playoffs. He's become such an important player in that roster. Look at the last two games the Golden Knights have played, especially the last game. I mean, my God, Colorado got absolutely torched the other night. It was 5-1. It wasn't close, folks. It wasn't even nearly close. That series is tied at 2-2. Yeah, Game 3 was closer. Game 2 was really close. That one went to overtime. Colorado barely won that game. Of course, Kadri is still out due to an 8-game suspension. So maybe that has a little bit to do with it. Ryan Reeves is out. And I've said this before. Maybe Vegas really is that much better without Ryan Reeves in the lineup. He will return. Let's see how Vegas does with Ryan Reeves back. Yeah, I mean, game four. There's kind of an answer. Vegas won that one 5-1 to one on Sunday. It wasn't close. Game three was at least closer. It was 3-2 to two Vegas. And once again, that was an important game. But then 5-1. to one, That really wasn't close. The shots on goal were completely lopsided in... Well, Game 3 was a little bit lopsided, too. Game 4 was even worse. That was very, very lopsided. Game 3, 43-20 shots on goal. Yes, 43-20. And it was still only a one-goal win for the Vegas Golden Knights. That's it. And I do want to focus a little bit on a couple former Ducks. Obviously, William Carlson... Did get a very important opening goal in that game. And he's looked good this playoffs. He's got three playoff goals already. And then you have Shea Theodore. The all-important defenseman. Former Duck. I mean, yeah, he's got no goals in this playoffs. But he's gotten some very key assists in this playoff. Including two in Game 7 to help secure the Game 7 victory versus Minnesota. And so far, four assists in this playoff. Look, I know when the Ducks got rid of him, he was still kind of up and coming, still young. And even I thought back then, oh, this is a dumb move. This is going to cost him big time. Because it did feel like Theodore was going to be that kind of up and coming player. And hopefully the Ducks do not fall into that same trap this offseason. Because look at how well Theodore is doing. No, he was good with Anaheim. He was fine. He just didn't get the playing time. You know, he was still a rookie. He was still playing down in San Diego in that 2016 year. He was down there a lot, just easing his way in. Little did we know, or maybe some of us that watch the goals, we knew this kid was going to be special. He's now in, I guess maybe in his prime, because he's only still 25 years old, and he spent four years with Vegas. And he got 39 goals and 154 points with the Vegas Golden Ice. 154 points over four seasons. As a defenseman. I could hear you guys crying. I hear it from there. So he's been an important part. Do I think Vegas is going to ultimately win this series? I still have Colorado winning this series. Solely because of the home ice advantage. And I think they're going to come back firing tonight. And maybe take this as a 3-2 to Colorado lead. It's going to be tough. For Vegas to win this series at Colorado. This might be the series where every home team... Or every time there's a game at home, the home team wins. That's what I think is ultimately going to happen. So once again, Game 5 is tonight. Game 6 is going to be on Thursday. And if necessary, a Game 7 will be on Saturday. And by the way, with the Montreal series now over... The latest that this round could end is now Saturday, which means that over the weekend, I'll be recording with Sir Avampado and we'll be having our predictions. Uh, before I talk at least slightly about that, let's talk about BetOnline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And look, BetOnline is your one place that gets you covered, and the one place that we trust which is betonline.ag. They have every sport going, including Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs, and if you've been watching the NBA playoffs, New Jersey's been smoking their opponents. 39-point shellacking against the Milwaukee Bucks. And, hey, the Clippers are still somehow in it. They will face off against the Utah Jazz. Uh, Just going to keep it honest here. I don't think the Clips are going to win this one. I think it's Utah all the way. Utah's going to win that series. So if you also think Utah's going to win that series, you can go to bet online and bet on the Jazz. And of course, you have the NHL playoffs in full swing. If you've been betting on Montreal for the past seven games, you're looking at a pretty small fortune there. So good on you if you bet on Montreal this whole time. So if you want to get on, in on the action, go to BetOnline.ag. Use promo code ON for your 50% welcome bonus. So, for example, if you deposit $180, you'll get a $90 bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. It is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Don't bet on Toronto and don't bet on the Winnipeg Jets. And just for the sake of saying this, maybe be careful on how you bet on tonight's Avs game. And maybe maybe bet for the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, because they're going to play tonight. I'm going to talk about that series coming up, as well as the other series in the East. And before I talk about those series, just a reminder once again, over the weekend I'll be recording my round three predictions, or the Stanley Cup semifinal predictions, with Sarah Avampato. So that show will be on Monday, and we'll record some other I guess, crossover type stuff throughout the week. So once again, look forward to having Sarah Avampado back on the podcast next week to make our predictions on Montreal versus Colorado or Vegas. And maybe Islanders versus either Carolina or Tampa Bay. Likely Tampa Bay because they're ahead in their series three games to one. So we'll get to that after a brief word from Lucy.co Okay, Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Lucy has nicotine gums. They have lozenges coming in three flavors each with only four milligrams of nicotine. And that is it. It's 2021. Get rid of those cigarettes. Unplug your vape and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Locked on NHL listeners. Go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's L-U-C-Y dot C-O. And use promo code LOCKEDONNHL at checkout. And also, this disclaimer warning this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, let's talk about the other two series, shall we? Carolina versus Tampa Bay. That one, Tampa Bay is ahead three games to one, and the only time Carolina won was in overtime. So, in fact, Carolina is 0 3 1. Or something like that. Tampa Bay has not lost a game in regulation this entire series. So maybe the trick is to go to overtime. That almost happened the first two games. Carolina scored a total of two goals. They've scored a total of five goals after Game 3. And Game 4, that was just bad goaltending by Peter Mrazek. I I don't know what was going on there. I think putting Mrazek in that situation was not the right one in Game 4. It really wasn't. After allowing that many goals, I would have thought PD would have been pulled sooner. It did not happen. Tampa Bay put up a 6 spot. You heard that right. A 6 spot. And Mrazik was never taken out of the game. Even after it got stupid crazy. It was one nothing after one period. And then everything happened. Tervinan scored. Then Jesper Faust scored. Okay, 2-1 Carolina. That's looking better. Then Steven Stamko scored in the power play. Oh my god, it's 2-2. Then it got even wackier. Carolina scored again from Dougie Hamilton. Okay, 3-2 Carolina. Then Jacob Slavin scored. 4-2 Carolina. All right. Then Nikita Kucherov. He scored. 4-3 on a power play. Then Tyler Johnson scored. Oh man. Then power play with just a few seconds left. Steven Stamco struck yet again. All of a sudden, it is 5-4 Tampa Bay. Oh my goodness, what just happened there? This all happened really fast, too. That many goals in such a short time span. This all happened in 15 minutes, where each team scored four times. It was, it was redonkulous. My head was literally spinning during that period going, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened. Ah! <sighs> And Mrazic was never taken out. This is one case where I say, uh, Rod, maybe you should have taken him out at that point in the game and didn't. That, that was not a good move. And then another score after that, making it 6-4. That's your final. So what's Carolina's problem on this series? Um, they're not scoring all that well on even strength. The majority of their goals have been power play tallies. That's fine. Except for this game, obviously. Uh, Tampa Bay was 3 for 6 on power play percentage on this last game. So, Game 5 is tonight. It is in Carolina. I expect Ned to start tonight for Carolina. Nedeljkovic should get the start. Carolina should win Game 5 at home. I expect them to come back firing but Game Six at Tampa Bay—that oh god, that is going to be tough, tough to call, because Carolina did win once in Tampa Bay. Look, if the Montreal Canadiens can come back three to one in their series, I see no reason why Carolina. Oh wait, there is a reason. They are, um, folks. I I almost forgot. Tampa Bay just happens to be the defending Stanley Cup champion. Oh, yeah, there's there's that little thing, isn't there? Yeah, these are not the Tampa Bay Maple Leafs that are just going to choke away a 3-1 lead. I still think that Tampa Bay, at this point, is going to come out on top. But it's probably going to be in six. I think they'll do it at home. So that's what I think on that series. And finally, Boston versus New York. Oh, by the way, former Ducks in that series. Yanni Hockenpah for Carolina not looking too bad. McElhaney, the backup goalie for Tampa Bay, Pat Maroon and Luke Shin have looked pretty darn good. Pat Maroon has been kind of everywhere at times during this playoff stretch. Uh, Patrick Maroon so far for Tampa Bay. I would say he's another one of those just underrated type players. He did score a point in that last game so far in these playoffs, only two points, one goal, one assist. But he's just another one of those, you know, grind him out kind of guys. See what he can bring to the table. I mean, he brought a lot to the table with the Anaheim Ducks between 2012 and 2016. He was an important part of those Ducks teams as well. And was fairly important in Edmonton. But in Tampa Bay, he's just taking on a whole different role. Oh, and by the way, something else to keep in mind. If Tampa Bay makes the Stanley Cup Final, then he will have been in the Stanley Cup Final for three consecutive seasons. Yeah, don't forget that he's won a cup recently. He was on that 2019 St. Louis Blues team. He won the cup in 2019, then won the cup last year with Tampa. So he could win three cups in a row? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. That really? Pat Maroon? Pat Maroon? Three cups in a row? There's your trivia for the day. And then finally, I know I kind of didn't talk about this series a whole lot, so I'm just going to glance upon it. New York Islanders versus the Boston Bruins. I feel like this should get its due. The New York Islanders don't have a superstar. If you listen to Locked on NHL yesterday with Sarah Avampato hosting and with Gil Martin, that's the reason why the Islanders always get overlooked. They don't really have a true superstar player. One guy that has been an absolute star for the New York Islanders. Ducks fans, you know who I'm going to talk about right now. It's absolutely Kyle Palmieri. Another former Duck doing great things in the playoffs. Kyle Palmieri. He scored a very important power play goal in last night's victory versus the Boston Bruins in Boston. Kyle Palmieri in these playoffs, has six goals. He has six goals in these playoffs for eight points over 11 games. Six goals. Yeah, in 11 games, that's quite a lot. But they've all been clutch important goals as well. So you want to talk about a former Duck that has really made a difference. There's your guy. Kyle Palmieri has been an absolute stud these playoffs. He had a good start. Maybe the first four to five games with the Islanders kind of fell off a little bit the last dozen games. And all of a sudden, he has woken back up. And now he's figuring to be one of the most important pieces that the New York Islanders can have. He's one of their biggest stars right now. Matt Barzal, you forget that he's on that Islanders team. People forget about that Islanders lineup. I mean, they scored, what was it, Five goals on 19 shots. And that's it. Boston outshot them 44-19 to last night. And the Bruins still somehow lost the game. The Islanders seem to find a way. And a lot of that is Simeon Var- Varlamov. Varlamov has been excellent in net, a lot of quality saves. But look at the rest of their lineup. You have Mayfield, Andy Green, Nick Letty, Pellick is in there. Okay. Then you have Kyle Clutterbuck, you have Matt Martin, he's, he's in there too. Matt Martin, Kyle Palmieri, JG Pajot, Casey Sazikas, Matt Barzal. Okay, no Anders Lee because he's been injured. So without even their main captain, they've still been managing to win games over and over and over again. And even before this series started, I had Islanders in six because they are a team. They are the very definition of team. I think what's going to happen tomorrow night, Wednesday night, is that Boston is going to go into Nassau Coliseum. They're going to get rattled. That old barn is going to be rocking. And can you imagine the last season at Nassau where the Islanders win the division finals? They win the division at home in Nassau for the final time. What a story that would make. And then you could have the Isles versus the Lightning, an exact rematch of last year's conference final, which isn't really a conference final, but we can call it that for sure. Why not? Let's call it a conference final. Tampa Bay versus Islanders. How good is that going to be? All right. Uh, we're just going to wrap things up for today. I've been talking for half an hour as of right now. So we're going to end it. I'm going to say thank you all for listening. It is greatly appreciated. Please rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. I'm getting tired. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, the new Odyssey app, which is A-U-D-A-C-Y. Also, please don't forget to like this. Find me on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. That is the show's Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. <sighs> I'm good for locked on Anaheim ducks. I'm Jason JD Hernandez reminding you by the way. Oh, I almost forgot. I'm not going to edit this out. There's a locker room. I will do a locker room later this week, either Thursday or Friday. Cause Wednesday is a little bit short notice. And because of, you know, a lot of stuff going on, I'm going to keep this as a shorter locker room. Not going to specify why I'm just going to keep the locker rooms. Maybe they will be so much shorter if things don't go well But, you know, if you're going to enter the locker room, please be respectful, be kind. That's all I ask. Yep, not going to go much further than that. But locker room will be taking place later this week, either Thursday or Friday. I'm thinking Friday. Friday sounds like a good day to do locker room. Why not? I mean, what do we have going on Friday? Well, what's the rest of the playoff schedule? We got two games tonight. We have just the one on Wednesday, Bruins Islanders. Thursday, it's Kane's Lightning. And Avs, Golden Knights, Game 6 is Friday. Game 7, Isles Bruins. I I don't think it's going to happen, folks. I don't think it's going to go 7. I think the Isles wrap it up. So I think I'm going to do the locker room on Friday. Most likely, but I'll for sure let you guys know on tomorrow's podcast. So once again, that will likely take place on Friday when there's no hockey. And if there is hockey, well, it's a watch party. So we'll see what happens. Now we're going to wrap it up for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please practice social distancing, wear a mask, get vaccinated. Please be kind to one another and ducks fly together.